The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Welcome to Hello, everybody. This is Gary. And Dane, welcome to Access Consciousness on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. How does it get any better than this? Welcome to 2013. If you'd like to connect with us, please do. You can go to whenisthetime.com. You can go to facebook.com forward slash access consciousness. You can also go to drdanehere.com where there's a free video series for you with some of these real simple tools it can to also change go, stuff. You can also go to the Voice America, the VA, whatever. The VA. Like, yeah, you can yeah. go to the VA, which like, is not the Veterans Administration, contrary to popular belief, yeah. just so you know. And, and the other part is that they can also call in if they want to, too, because we can take call-ins now. We had our first caller last week. Wasn't that cool? Hey, that was an exciting moment for us. We had our first Voice America caller. And the question we always ask is, how does it get any better than that? Meaning, yeah, we might get another one. Yeah, Don't tell anybody, not, though. If we're not careful. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's our subject today, Gary? Our today is the joy of business. And the what? Uh, the the way, joy the, of business. Okay, I'm sorry. we got to back up again. The what of what? The joy of business. So you say. Yeah, well, this all came up because of a lady who's going to be on with us, you know. That the lovely and amazing Simone, Simone Millicis. Yeah. The it's worldwide actually, coordinator for Access Consciousness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we were we were talking with Simone, I was I was talking with her in Malulaba, in the the Sunshine Coast in in Australia, and and she was going. So why would these people do it if it isn't fun? You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? Why would you do it if it wasn't fun? And and I kept saying, uh, uh, I kept saying, uh, honey, what? do you realize how different you are? Yeah. And so, see, the thing is, it's like for Simone, business is actually fun. I know that's kind of weird. And I used to think so, too, because for me, I was kind of like doing my own thing. You know, I had a family business. Well, my family had a business, I should say. And it was very interesting because there was no fun at all. It was pain. It was suffering. It was terrible. It was horrendous. Pretty much all the time it was, what do we have to avoid that's the next problem? And then Simone comes along and says, no, man, business should be fun. If it's not fun, why are you doing it? I'm like, uh, because we have to. <laughs> She's and got a totally different point of view that we're going totally to talk about today. Yes. And I'm really excited to have her on. So, so I guess, you know, can we give her a hand? You know, can we welcome Simone? Welcome Simone Millicis, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Some. You guys are so cool. I want you to know, I was seriously giving you a round of applause. I was going in a circle with that. I, <laughs> I can imagine, Dane. <laughs> how much I adore you and the gift you're here to bring to people with the concept that business can actually be a joy. 
I'm just thinking you got your work out for you, but I know how amazing you are, so I'm willing to go here. Yeah, and I'd like to <laughs> you willing to say about your book, The Joy What's of Business. I'd like to tell everybody about The Joy of Business, which is your book, which is just awesome. So if you have a chance to pick it up, hey, find it, buy it. It's great. It'll change your point of view about business. Seriously. So, Simone, how did you get to this place where business was actually a joy for you, where it was something that was, I, I hate to say it, but fun? Like, how'd you get there? What What's that about? <laughs> Jane, I think I was born that way. It's like I always remember being at school and people talking about, you know, getting married, having kids, and that never made any sense to me, to get married and have kids. All I ever wanted to do was own my own business. And people used to say to me, well, what sort of business? And I was like, I don't know yet. I just want to own my own business. Because to me, it always felt like one of the most creative things that you could do, that you could change it every moment. It was like this malleable creation that was uh, like had, had no sort of conclusion. It was this infinite uh, you know, possibility. So that's the way I always looked at it. So I always thought it was really strange. When people looked at business or even working, like even a job, I was one of those people who would go to work on Monday and be like, Woohoo, we've got five days to see how much we can sell, like when I was a salesperson or whatever. Okay. And people would look at me and, you okay, know, I just people got to, no. at Wednesday, yeah, you no, just no, got to download. Just, wow. No, keep going. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> Apologize. Well, you know how people, like, on Wednesdays, they're like, oh, it's, you know, halfway through the week, we're nearly there sort of thing. And, I, like, a friend of mine used to say to me, you make me sick with how much job satisfaction you get, which was always <laughs> weird to me because, like you said at the beginning, Jane, I was like, why would you do it if it wasn't fun for you? So that's pretty much been my uh, way I function throughout my whole entire life with work and business. And then when I met Gary... It was like a breath of fresh air because I heard him talking about business and everything that I knew wasn't so insane anymore because I found that anyone I spoke to, like in this reality, the way that I wanted to function in business, they'd look at me like, oh, isn't she sweet? Isn't she cute? That's really not possible. And Gary Douglas was the first person I ever met that empowered me to actually do business the way I knew was possible, which was different. So I was so incredibly grateful. That is okay. So I want to say something about that because that is one of the things I've seen in Gary and in Access is that it actually empowers you to to do what you already know. That's sort of the way it yeah. ought to be. Which, and when you're doing it the way you know it's true for you, it always makes you feel lighter. It makes you feel happier. You're like you're in a constant state of being jazzed to actually be there and doing it. And you accomplish more. And you accomplish so much more. And you also create this magic that's this amazing this amazing way of being in like, for example, in the business world, I mean, when you said when you had a job and you got to Wednesday and everybody else was like, and you're like, Oh my God, I got two and a half more days. You know, I'm like <laughs> definitely a different point of view. But when you find somebody who's got the gift that you have of seeing something from a different place, it's like, man, take, take all the parts of that gift you can get. And let's, let's create something greater. The other thing for me is when yeah, you actually, yeah. See that you can start. You can start this uh, this place of you know, like Monday is not. Oh my God, I got to go back to work. It's Monday is okay. What can I create? And how did I get so lucky to go to work? And how did I get so lucky to go to my business? And Friday is not. Thank God it's Friday, and I can now get messed up and stupid. But 
okay, what is really possible here and what else, what haven't I accomplished? What would I like to accomplish? What would be more fun? What can I, it's like, it's a whole different place. And one of the things I've noticed about you and almost everybody that works mm-hmm. in action because of you, it's like, we all have the point of view, it's Sunday? How did it get to be Sunday? And <laughs> is that? Yeah. Oh, it's Sunday? Who cares? Let's meet up. Let's talk business. Yeah, exactly. And so, that's the thing. One of the- if it weren't fun, I got to thank you for bringing the joy of business into access. Because if it weren't that, you're welcome. None, thank you. It's like if it weren't joyful, none of us would want to do it. Yeah. No. And you know, what, one of the things that I, I wanted to mention is that the the thing that really gifted me with uh, I know I used to speak to people like say my father and my brother who were accountants and different people in the business industry or in the industry that you're in. And when you would talk about, and I'd get excited about all these ideas that I had or what I could create, they'd look at me sort of like with that, well, I'm not sure that's possible. And I realized what I would hide what I was capable of until access. Because then now it was like, it's okay, give it a go. Whereas before, it was too different and I considered it wrong. So I used to judge what I thought I could create as wrong rather than just starting and giving it a go. Well, I got, so let me ask you a question. So in dealing with that difference and that different way of looking in the world, at the world, and in dealing with that difference and looking at business, how you do, how have you found as a way to actually have that? In other words, like, because the thing that you're talking about from my point of view is, is a much lighter and much sort of more fun, joyful, creative way to be. How have you found that you can actually be that and go forward with that, even when other people seem like they're trying to naysay it or poo-poo it or whatever it is? <laughs> naysay it or poo-poo it. I love it. <laughs> I was, well, I would just say yeah, it's very technical. <laughs> um, I would say that I've just, I mean, I, you and uh, yourself, Dane and Gary, have been absolutely enormous help as well. And it's like following what you know is possible. And one of the things, I know most people have a target with their business. Like they have something that they'd actually like to create. And, I mean, for me, when I met both of you guys, I had a, another business that was about my my uh, interpretation of it was about changing the world. I wanted people to have a different outlook on the world. I wanted them to be more vulnerable with each other. So I kept everything that matched that energy, like I kept moving forward with that even though people would tell me I was crazy for different things that I was, you know, instituting, etc. So, But I knew that I wanted people to see the world in a different way because I'd look around. I remember being in a bus in London and I, I didn't have much money at that time and I was riding around one of those big red buses up on the top and, uh, you know, from one end of London to the other and I was looking out and it didn't matter what area we went past, whether it was, you know, uh, white area, Jewish area, black area, Pakistani area, whatever it was, poor, money, no one seemed to be happy. And I was like, this is insane. So I wanted to change the happiness quota in the world. <laughs> so I wanted to change the way they looked at it, so I kept following that. And I know everybody has a target. Like recently I was doing something, uh, a guy who wanted to, he would like to make wine. So I kept asking him questions, and what it got down to was, he wanted people to have an appreciation of life. So it's huh. like every everyone who usually starts a business has this target, and it's like if you keep heading towards that target, 
And it's like, and creating that, and I mean, you guys say money follows joy. It's like, if you're joyful with business, it's like the money seems to show up if you keep, you know, heading towards what you want to head towards. So I'd say, like, don't give up, just start, and also be willing to change it. And that's one thing I see so many people create a business, and they have the, usually the people who, you know, have the idea, the initial idea, and they're not willing to change it. It's like if you're willing to change the business at any moment, it can it can turn into anything. It can be anything. Anything is possible. Absolutely anything. So that thing you said about, you know, following what basically is, is sort of like the larger vision, if you will, or the larger priority in your life, whatever, is like I, I see a lot of people who start out going in one direction and then they seem to get derailed, if you will. You know, it's like, they're like, oh yeah, like you. They have a sense. I mean, one of the things I love when I when I first even heard about you, I hadn't even met you yet. I saw all the stickers that you had created for this company called Good Vibes for You, and you had all these stickers that were like, what would you choose if you knew you couldn't fail? <clears throat> you know, and and different things like that that felt to me. I was like, my God, this girl's already doing access. You know what I mean? Because it had the similar point of view. <laughs> and it's like, but in that there was this energy of what else is possible for the world? And I think there's a lot yeah. of people out there, especially the humanoids of the world, the, you know, and for us, the humanoids are the ones that actually want to change things, who want something greater, who've been in judgment of themselves their whole lives, who more than anything else desire that, and they seem to get trapped in the mundane humdrum as though, like, in other words, like, as though they can't achieve that larger vision or that larger target. What would you say to those people? Um, ask what they'd actually really like to create in the world and also use the, I'm not sure what tools you guys have given away here on Voice America, but one of the tools I'd, I'd love you to use is who does this belong to? Because it's like I remember being in Melbourne one day and I was staying in a friend's house. I was going to, I was actually facilitating a, an Access Foundation Level 1 class. So, and it's a Monday. I'm off to go facilitate this class. I'm in the shower and I'm going, oh, I have to go to work. Oh, I have to get on a train. And then I thought I was in the shower and I went, I'm not getting on a train. And then I was like, oh, this is not mine. This is everybody else's. I was like, I'm actually really excited. This is the last day of level one. I'm really excited about doing this class. And it was such an obvious uh, comparison to me to realize where I actually functioned from and where the rest of the world was functioning from. So what if all of those, you know, the places where you sort of, like you said, you know, got derailed, etc. it wasn't even you that were getting derailed, it was others around you, and ask, like, who does this belong to? If you feel like you're getting off track, it's like, who does this belong to and is this mine? Now, I mean, right. with access consciousness tools, it's like we talk about 99%, but I'm, I'm giving it away. I'm saying 100% of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you actually have aren't yours. Um, now, this may seem crazy, but if you try this for three days of who does this belong to and every single thought, feeling, and emotion it comes up, it's like, ask, who does this belong to? And if it gets lighter, it's not yours. And so much stuff like that in business and the work world, because business is supposed to be serious. That's what this reality makes it. And it's like, my point of view is it's joyful and it doesn't have to be serious. So I see people, I mean, even if you look at people in corporate, it's like, you know, going into corporate and it's like, who are they being? It's like they're sort of, you know, they've sort of derailed themselves even going to work. It's like they're completely different people when they get home or on the weekend. And Dane, you've written a great book, Being You, Changing the World. It's like, what if you were totally present every moment and being you? What could you create then? 
Yeah, and um, so that would be my tools. Cool, and and that you know that thing that you just brought up about who does this belong to? It's interesting with 2012 and the millennium. One of the things Gary and I have been talking about and looking at a lot is that a lot of people apparently thought the world was going to end and were looking forward think, to it. I think they were more hoping it would. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, oh, yay, I get to get out of this place. Thank God. Please, somebody end the world. I want to get off anyway, you know. And, and I don't have to pay my credit cards or anything, so I'll be fine. Exactly. This can be the best Christmas of my life. And And the reason I wanted to bring that up, especially in relationship to business, because – one of the things you talk about, Simone, is that you know your life is also your business. And so if you yeah. actually – like a lot of people have been doing this thing of, oh, my God, I feel stuck. I feel stopped. I feel like nobody's coming in. I feel like nothing's coming in. I feel like nothing's going out. And it's like ask, who does this belong to? Is that actually yours? Are you aware of all those people in the world that hoped the world was going to end so they could get the heck out of here where it didn't end? And now they really feel stuck because they're like, oh, man. There's no prediction for the world to end in my lifetime so far, so I may have to actually get well, to work here. Don't worry. You have to <laughs> may have to create something. Yeah. You yeah. know, I had a friend of mine who said that he didn't pay his credit card bill because he was like, why would I pay the credit card bill anyway? The world's going to end. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> unfortunately, I think there were a few too many people like that. Okay, wait. I got I to gotta say something, okay? When I was in school and I was a straight A student, I got like three B's throughout high school and that was it. That was the worst grade I ever got in high school. And my dad promised me from the beginning of high school, he said, look, if you get straight A's, if you get, you know, at least a 3.75 or some ridiculous grade point average for a normal person to achieve, he said, you can go to college anywhere you want. And so I went, cool, I want to go to USC because it was closed, because I could make contact. I don't know why. I just, that's where I wanted to go. Because it was a cool school. Three weeks before I'm supposed to go to USC, my dad comes to me and goes, um, I don't actually have the money to send you to college because, you know, business has been bad and whatever. And basically, I really thought the rapture was going to occur. So I thought Jesus was going to take us away. So I basically didn't save any money for you to go to school. And I was like, I, was, I just, it was a total beyond. I was like, what are you talking about? So I went to community college for two and a half years, which, by the way, was the greatest gift I could get. But the reason I wanted to bring that up is because anywhere in your life where you stop yourself for anybody else's point of view, where you stop your business for anybody else's point of view, or because you think the end is near, man, do not stop. Run faster when you think the end is near because it's never the end you think it's going to be. And let's friggin' create. Would you agree with that, Simone? Hey, uh, you absolutely. Know you guys are talking about some great stuff. But we're gonna have to go to break. What? So yeah, I know. What? I'm a, I'm, we're just I'm getting the started. We're just no started. breaks. You don't take break. Enjoy business. I know. <laughs> no breaks. Enjoy business. We're having so much fun. We don't need to take a break. Yeah, but on the radio we do. Okay. So we're gonna go to a break. We'll be back shortly. Thanks everybody for joining us. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
the bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Welcome back, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane and the amazing Simone Millicis. Talking about the joy of business. And if when you read that or you heard that, you went, the what of what? This call, this <laughs> this interview is definitely for you because this gift, this amazing person, Simone, for me has been a huge gift because when I came into business with her, you know, she's a worldwide coordinator for access consciousness and several other things that she's doing on her own. Um, it's like I had this point of view that business could not be a joy. I grew up around a family business where it failed when I was in my mid-teenage years when I really needed the money for college. And it was just because, number one, there was no joy. But number two, the choices that were being made by my family and the people in charge of the business were absolutely horrendous. They weren't with any foresight or awareness. And they had no, it was like they had no criterion from which to choose. So, Simone, do you have anything to say about that? I mean, criterion from which to choose or how somebody can start making the choices that actually move them forward in their business and their life? <clears throat> yeah, and also um, I do. And there was something you mentioned in the, in the last segment too, which sort of ties in, and it's the success and the failure thing that you just mentioned. And so many people I see look at business, and they look at business as like, they calibrate their success based on how much money they have rather than just moving forward with whatever their target is. And I have this uh, story that I'd like to share with you guys that uh, years ago with my business, Good Vibes for You, I had the, we used to have stickers and magnets, like you were saying, and one of them had, imagine what you would do if you knew you could not fail. 
And this lady rang me and she said, I just want to thank you. She said, I've been married for like nine years. She said, I've got six kids. And she said, every single day I wake up and said, my husband beats me. She said, and I thought that that's what, what life was. And someone gave me your magnets that I had it on my fridge for six months. And every day I read it, imagine what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail. And she said, I wanted to thank you. She said, I've left my husband. I've got my kids. I'm happy. I'm creating my life. And it was like, to me, that whole entire business was a success. Now, if I was going to calibrate my success based on a $5 magnet, <laughs> it's like, that's not very successful. But the fact that I changed that woman's life, changed her kids' lives, who, who knows who else's life that we've changed? And it's like, so keep on track with that too. It's like... Like, especially this time of year, so many people don't have as much money as what they usually might have because they've spent it all on Christmas and buying the big turkey and making sure everyone has presents. Or maybe there's not as much work around at the moment. But it's like, keep creating and don't go into that place of thinking that there's something wrong or that you're wrong and that you're not a success. Because, like, every day it's like, if you're, you know, I mean, that target for me is changing people's lives. So it's like, every time I change someone's life, it's like, then I'm a success. So, so when please you don't calculate your business based on the amount of money. So don't look at it based on the criteria other people are using. Actually, look at it based on based on something that's totally different, well, and, and then the money seems to follow. It's weird, weird how that works. It does, and it's, I mean, you guys said that. I think you said that, Dane. Money follows joy. Joy <laughs> doesn't follow. Money. It's like, you know, I mean, I remember seeing this cartoon thing years ago about this guy saying, um, people said that you can't buy happiness, but they, uh, but his friend, but Bob reckons that his friends just didn't know where the shop is and he's walking out of this shop with this big <laughs> box of happiness. <laughs> but you know what? But how many people go, oh, when I have the money, then this is going to be okay. Then I'll be happy. Then this, then yeah. this. And it's like, no, what if you started that today? And it's like, I mean, that's the criterion for so much of this reality is to be like, you know, you have to have the money to actually start a business. You have to have the money to be happy. You have to have the money. You have to have the success. It's like, you know what? I'm just in the middle of closing oh. down a company, which people would have gone, oh, that's it. That failed. But you know what? That's the same company that changed that woman's life. So yeah. to me, there's nothing that failed there. And it's just time to change. And when, you know, when you, it's like, when if you you're talk not no, it's just, when you say that, it's like, it's so, I realize how much we pick that up from the people around us that our criterion of success for what we create in business in our lives is actually about the money of it. But what money is that worth to have changed one woman's life with a $5 sticker, for example? You know, and you went on to talk yeah. about how ladies like, you know what, every day I saw that and then I decided, you know what, I can friggin' determine my own destiny here. Just from looking at a $5 magnet, I mean, you know, one of the things Gary said for a long time is if you change one person's life, you're a success. And so if it seems to me that if we actually had our own criteria for success rather than this society's criteria for success, we'd know that we were successful and then we'd actually allow the money to show up that would allow us to create whatever life we wanted, but not money as a measure of success, but money's like, well, you know, I'd like to have this, so let the money show up to make this happen. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And you can even use that tool that we gave earlier, Dane, of who does this belong to with the criterion. Because, you know, I mean, I've spent a lot of time traveling around the world. And in America, part of the criteria of success 
um, succeeding is going to college, right? If you, uh, right? you sort of have to go to college. Whereas in Australia, it's not considered so much a necessity. It's more of a choice. It's like, you know, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, yes, you've got to go to college, but you can still be successful in a business if you haven't been to college. Whereas in America, it's like, how much is it, you know, um, impelled upon you that you have to do that? And it's like, so what else could you create? Like, anything is possible. It's like if you had no reference point. Like, if no one was, if this reality wasn't telling you what, what you should do and what it should look like, what would you create? If you woke up this morning and you had no memories, what would you create? Instead of based on the criterion of this reality. And like Gary just said, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you then choose? You know, so everybody out there listening. So if you knew you couldn't fail right now and there were no past, your memory got erased when you slept last night and this is the first program or first anything you've heard with the new you without any memory, what would you choose? What would you say, hey, universe, you know what? I'm asking for this. I'm demanding of this. And as we like to do in Access Consciousness, let's undo everything that doesn't allow that, that door to open and that to start showing up now. So everything that doesn't allow it to show up, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right, Ron, yep. getting on Pac all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So, so, someone. And one of the yeah. things with the failure, though, too, is that what if you could never fail? Like, I mean, it just means things didn't go according to your plan. It's like it just changed. So what if you could never fail? Fail didn't even exist. You mean most people define as failure when they totally, when they didn't control something to the nth degree and it didn't turn out exactly like they decided it should? <laughs> that's right. And that's coming from that's one of the called, biggest control freaks in the world. <laughs> I think that's called relationship. And, hey. <laughs> One of my favorite tools of access, too, and I'd love to give this to the listeners, is what's right about this I'm not getting, and also what's right about me I'm not getting. So if something does show up and it hasn't gone according to the way you think that it should go to be, quote-unquote, successful, ah, okay, so what's right about this I'm not getting? Because what you're asking for is more information to show up, and usually something far greater than what you could ever, you know, think into existence shows up if you're willing to uh, let go of some of that control freakness. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, though? And, well, like, you know, and if you ask that question, it's like, and when you give up that control freakness, it's like it can show up, like you said, even greater. But most of us, it's, again, it's like this is not what we've been taught. What we've been taught is you have to control it totally because otherwise what occurs will be worse than you thought it would. And you don't want it to be worse than you thought it would, so you control it, so it's always less than it could be, which is kind of insane when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why would you want something? And how many people? Why would you want something to be more than it could be? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's insane. That's right. But the it, thing it, is, though, is the control thing. It's like how many people who own businesses, who are CEOs, who, you know, the boss of the business, the manager of the business end up destroying it because they do that control instead of actually being willing to receive information and ask questions of their staff, ask questions of the business. It's like if you sit, you know, most businesses that fail, it's usually the person at the, at the top who's not willing to actually ask any questions. And that seems an odd thing because like, you know, you were saying, Jane, at, at school, and everything, it's like we were taught to have the answer, not the question. Yeah. Like, but if you yeah, function like, from question in business, 
anything can show up and you'll, you'll end up receiving a whole lot more information and a whole lot more joy. Play in business. Woohoo! Woohoo! Well, hey, I, you know, it's like one time I went out to help, you know, help this guy for, you know, like he was trying to figure out what was wrong with his business. And after two days of working with him and his staff, I realized that the only thing wrong with his business was him. And the reason being that he had decided that what he really wanted, what he needed to do is to make sure he had control over everything. So it's like on the book, you know, the bookkeeper did some books and it's like they were 10 cents off. So he spent five days going through the books to find that 10 cent, you know, that 10 cent mistake so he could so he could rail at somebody who made a hmm. 10 cent mistake. Wow. Now, okay. Five days. Certain that he's the boss. Yeah. And five, five, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, five days for 10 cents. That is really bad wages. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. Well, oh, but Gary, you, I, the, the first business class I ever, one of the first classes I ever went to, was uh, was with you in San Francisco, and it was a two-day business class that you did. Now, some of the listeners don't even know this, but I was $187,000 in debt when I met both of you guys, and I pretty much had nothing to show for it as well. It's like, and I, I wasn't empowering myself, or no one was out there giving me the tools to actually, you know, empower me to, to create what I knew was possible. And my dad, God bless him, amazing man, said to me, Ah, Simone, I think you should go to San Francisco and do this class and see if this is actually what you really want to do. And I remember the first tool that you, you taught me, too, was that um, I got from it. I had been running my business by the point of view of nobody could do this better than me. And then I sat in class when you were talking. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been employing people who cannot do this business better than me. So then the business has to rely on me and I have to be the source. That was one of the first things I changed in my business was I started asking to employ people who were better than me and not better based on judgment. They knew more about something. They knew more about sales. They knew more about, you know, uh, working on the computer or whatever it was that I required, and it changed my business dynamically. So I was incredibly grateful for that. Isn't that amazing? And also the tools that both of you taught me, um, I remember going to money classes that you both taught me and I listened to you guys talk about these tools about money and, you know, I think, oh, yeah, blah, 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 here we go again. But third, third class in, I went, huh, what if I use these tools, what would happen? And three weeks later, I started to make huge amounts of money and I came out of that $187,000 in debt, like within, I think, about 18 months. So, and now great. I have money. So. That is really cool. Oh. You know, I think it, it's a great example of what's actually possible. And I think part of what, you know, part of what I know you do in the Joy of Business seminars you're teaching, what you talk about in your book is, you know, if nothing were impossible, what might be possible? You know, if nothing were impossible, what would you choose? And where could yeah. you go if you didn't have those points of view? Yep. What would you choose? What would you create? Doesn't that just get you excited? Because that gets me really excited. <laughs> <laughs> you get enthusiastic about what can be created in the world today. Yeah, that. And, <clears throat> so and it's you know, Friday morning in Australia. <laughs> uh, Friday Friday morning in Australia. What can we create? We may say Friday early morning in Australia. Actually, so 
You know, what were you going to say, Gary? Was there something you had? I forgot. Oh, see, there it went. Too many 10 seconds ago. Yeah, the CRS is kicking in. Watch out. Okay, so so with this, so if you had, say, one tool that you could give people listening right now to get out of believing that they can't, one thing that comes up for you is, what would that be, Simone? One tool for believing that they can't. One tool well, for knowing that you can that that? Say that again? Sorry. I, I can answer that. I said knowing that you can for starters. Yes. Yeah, I can right, Gary. That. Yeah. So what's right about this I'm not getting? The you tool know, I earlier, yeah. If this is true, it should feel light. And if it feels heavy, it's a lie. So what lie am I living by? Wow, what lie am I living by that's creating my business and my life the way it is? Everything that is, times a gazillion, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and block, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Oh, and the one tool I would, the one tool I would give is the one big fat tool of finding access consciousness and checking it out. Because I honestly am so incredibly grateful for both of you and how much you've changed my life. I mean, I knew that business was possible. I knew that 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 was what I wanted to do in my life. I knew that it was joyful and nothing in this reality empowered me to do that. It's like I ended up taking so many drugs to try and find a different possibility that way. And when I met both of you, like I could almost cry right now. It's like using the tools of access consciousness changed absolutely everything for me. It's like I've never been happier and I also don't function from today as, oh, I've never been happier, this is it. Every day I ask more questions. It's like, okay, great, what else is possible? How does it get any better than this? It's like when you ask what else is possible, you're asking the whole entire universe or, yeah, universes to actually assist you in showing you what else is possible. This is not it. This reality is not it. There's so much more. So, accessconsciousness.com is my tool because it's like I am indebted. It's like it's changed everything for me and every day is a choice. Not every day is a necessity and even access is not a necessity. It's a choice every day. It's like why wouldn't I choose it? It's, it's making my life, it's making everything far better. It's like my communion with the world, with, with everything. So I am just so grateful. <laughs> Thank you to both of you. Well, stop being happy. Yeah, you need to give up that happy thing. You know, I can't stop being happy. <laughs> you know, you know what I love is we. I won't out, let myself. <laughs> exactly, that's so cool. But, we were in Australia. There were all these people who were doing all this trauma and drama about all kinds of things around you, and you looked at me and, and you gave me this little wink and a smile, and you're like, "I don't know why, but I'm just happy." And I was like, "Yes, I'm just thank happy." You. It was so cool. Yeah, I mean, I had the happiest Christmas day. I was so happy. It's like, it was, it was awesome. And it's like, and how does it get any better than this though? That's, I mean, these simple questions have so much potency in them. Cause it's like, yes. ah, and it's like, and the thing is, I see people use these tools when they're having like a not so great time. It's like when your life is fantastic, it's like, what a cool place to ask these questions too. How does it get any better than this? And what else is possible? What else can show up today that I never thought was possible? And on that note, Beyond what else can show up today? I love that question. What else can show up today that I never thought possible? On that note, we're going to leave you listeners with that. We're going to take a little break here. 
We'll be back with the amazing Simone Millicis from The Joy of Business. Be back with you soon on Access Consciousness. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. AccessConsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to AccessConsciousness.com to learn more. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? In February, you can join me for a three and a half day intensive class in Hawaii. Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you, you always do. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. 
To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to work. Hello, everybody. It's uh, Gary, uh, you know, who's just standing in occasionally to uh, support <laughs> Dane and being the host of the show. And Dane, who, and the amazing Simone Millicis. And, you know, this is one of those. I mean, Gary usually does all the talking, but I just wanted to hog Simone up. And it's kind of like when you have a little kid where you just want to gobble them up. It's kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's not my fault. It's not Simone's fault. She's just so darn cute with so much great information. I just want to gobble her up and share it with everybody. Okay, it's fine. I don't uh, have a. No, no, don't go visual, my everybody. Ego, my ego is going to. Well, oh wait a minute! You would go there. What did I? Did I say something gobble out loud? Out. Oh, yeah, was that out loud? Don't go oh, visual. I thought that was my internal monologue. I thought no. I turned that down. No. Oh, you never turn it down. Sorry about that. Okay, carry on. <laughs> you were saying <laughs> you carry on better than I do. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> We have the amazing Simone Millicis with us. How could we not carry on? Good point. So we're talking today. It is not shy. Okay, so I'll tell you what. Okay, so it's like when we were off air, we were talking about how we prepared for the show today. Yes. And Simone was saying that Dane asked really amazing questions. And I said, you know, she says, how did you prepare for the show? And I said, we went out and we, you know, drank a lot of Greco de Tufo. Which is a wonderful white wine from uh, you from know, Italian. Uh, from Italia, from, from Italia, darling. Yes, the central <laughs> yeah. Florence, etc. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he asked her how she prepared, and she said, "I prepared with a shag and a cup of coffee," which is like you know, a quick shag, a quick shag and a coffee because <laughs> it's eight a.m. start. <laughs> eight a.m. in Australia, exactly. And Jane so, said that he wanted to have it all. <laughs> I know. I'm like that. He wanted how- to have a quick shag, a coffee, and Greco de Tufo. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like. So, what order would you take that in? I would do the Greco de Tufo, the shag, and then the coffee, personally. Oh, okay. That's uh, just me. I mean, you know, I, it, but then, you know, it's Thursday, and Friday could be a different day, you know, with a different possibility. But I think that this is one of the cool things to be able to talk about because, you know what? It's like so many people in their business and in their lives are not doing anything for the joy of it, and it's killing them. And we see it. You know, we, we work with people, and we see it, and we see people, like you were saying, when you were – traveling around India and traveling around the world so many times and you were on that big bus in in England, you know, no matter what part of England you went through, no matter whether whether it was the white part or the black part or the Pakistani part or the Indian part or the Jewish part, you saw nobody who was happy. And it's interesting that you show up as happy. A lot of times people initially try to like kill you. You know, they try to bring you down. They're like, what are you doing outside of my box? And it's like, you know what? What if part of our job is to be willing to be that anyway to inspire people to know that happiness is inspire actually a choice they have. people to happiness? What? what I know, but what if when you did and you didn't stop you, you made a lot more money and your business was way more successful? I mean, let's look at Apple, for example, okay? With everything that they came out with initially, people were like, oh, no, I mean, oh, my. And there were some people who were like, yes, this inspires me to know that it can be easier and more possible. And look at them now. They're like the biggest friggin' company in the friggin' world yeah, in technology. Well, one of the things that they were always willing to do is to destroy what was correct yesterday to create ah, something new today. And we shall and that's one of the things you got to do is you got to be willing to destroy everything your business was yesterday in order to create what it can be tomorrow. That is brilliant. And if you look at that, that's what they've done for so long. Now, it'll be interesting to see if they continue. 
Now, from my point of view, Apple is at a crux point from where they choose to go, you know, huge business on the planet, one of the largest technology companies on the planet, the highest capitalization of any company on the planet almost for their market segment. And yet, if you look at it, it's like they are truly at a crux point with the loss of Steve Jobs. And Steve may have been crazy. He may have been mean, but he was brilliant at the same time. Well, it's interesting because Apple's truly at this choice point. Are they going to continue to destroy and create what was and actually create a new or are they going to find themselves in that rut of trying to create the same old thing with a different color or a different? Well, it's like, you know, the reality is most businesses do that. It's like Kodak went through this thing. They're they're You know, Chutissa Bowman has this amazing book called No More Business as Usual. And she talks about how Kodak, they, you know, they had the, you know, the digital era come in and they went, ah, it'll never replace film. Not how do we advantage and it's like if we all look at, okay, we're going to create a business, so let's destroy and uncreate everything our business was yesterday. I do every day with access. I destroy and uncreate what the business was yesterday every day. And it's interesting because I constantly keep changing. People go, how can you do that? And I go, it's easy. I just do it. But it's like I'm always looking for how we can keep this as an onward going, ever expanding possibility rather than something that limits us. And creates an impossibility. So, Simone, Miss Joy, yeah. the person who presented yeah. me the concept that even our access business could be joyful. Because every time I was fine doing sessions, I was fine doing classes if they were planned and everything. But every time I went to look at the business aspect of it, the you mean you avoided it? Uh, talk about avoid. I mean, I avoided it like crazy. Thank God you guys are still. You know, we're here doing it. You know, because I'd be like, yeah, well, I don't want to deal with that right now because that's no fun for me. Because the fun part for me was facilitating and seeing the change. All the other stuff was not a joy. And in getting to this place where I would start <coughs> this creating, I saw other possibilities exist. So can you speak to what? Yeah. One of the, one of the main things that you just said, Ben, is that you didn't want to do it. And you don't have to do it. It's what I suggest, strongly suggest, is that people have the awareness of all the aspects of the business. But it doesn't mean that you have to do it. Because so many people go, well, like like yourself, I love doing sessions, I love doing classes. Oh, I don't want to do this, this, and this. And it's like, you don't have to do it. But having the awareness of it will actually expand your business. So, I mean, I remember my dad years ago, he, I mean, and I had to, you know, facilitate myself with this. He drew me this graph. And it had all these little, you know, pies in it, and uh, and one of them was like the accounting and the, you know, all the, you know, the bookkeeping, all that sort of stuff. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That's boring. I prefer my pie to look like this. And I had this big piece of pie that was like the creation. And he looked at me with the most patient eyes as he always did, and he was like, Ah, Simon, you cannot have this if you do not know this. And I was like, God damn, because I knew he was right. It's like. You can't just keep creating and not be actually aware of how, how the business is functioning because you'll end up getting, you know, bitten on the bottom and not in a, not in a nice way. <laughs> so uh, I, I would suggest that people... Yeah. Sorry. What's that? I just love the phrase bitten on the bottom <laughs> with, with nice the Australian way. accent in a nice way. With, which is English, but not the bottom. Oh, did you want me to tell you that you're naughty if you don't actually have a look at the uh, <laughs> at all aspects of the business? <laughs> so, but don't be like. 
naughty and awesome. There you go again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but don't be afraid of it. Like so many people, I think that they're afraid to actually have a look at what is actually going on. And it's like once you have the awareness of that, can the creation part of your business expand as well? Like, well, like all of that will expand if you have the awareness of how the business is actually functioning. So, hey, there's one thing that I wanted to mention too is uh, I was just watching my um, my lovely, enjoyable other uh, before outside in his boxes watering his herb plants that he's been creating on the veranda and he absolutely loves it. And one of the tools that I got from both of you guys is it's like have a look at what in life that is really fun for you and you find easy because usually that's what you can make money from. And it's like he's been looking at creating something called, well, Gary came up with the name, and I think it's absolutely fabulous. It's um, the Gourmet Tradie, because he's been a, a tradesman his whole life. And it's like he loves cooking and loves, and we've got this beautiful array of herbs on our veranda now, just from the joy of it. And it's like, oh, so if you enjoy, enjoy it, and it's easy for you, can you make money from it? Like, ask those questions. Work and, jo- and business does not have to be something that's hard. It can actually be really easy. I know, I know that that sounds strange. Well, that, that question and that whole concept, because just saying that, even if somebody out there is going, oh, well, I don't get it, I don't understand it, it's like just saying that, asking that question opens up the door to a different possibility in somebody's world. And truly, what if it could actually be easy? What if it could actually be fun, you know? And what if looking at it from this different place would start that? And you and I both know there are people out there that are looking and going, oh, no, it can't be that way. It's hard. It's difficult. And it's like, I'm sorry, you're not who we're talking to. Okay. If you've decided it's hard and difficult, <laughs> you are definitely not. The people to okay. And that's fine. It's, and the it's, ones that are going, this bright spark, and it's like, yes, please, it is possible. I've done it. You've done it. Gary's done it. Brendan's doing it. So many people we know that we surround ourselves by are doing it. It's like they're actually doing what they enjoy and find fun. Yeah, and those and are making And I think also if, if you realize that your business is not for everyone, whatever product or service you're trying to get out into the world, it's not for everyone, realize that you'll do better if you actually focus on the people who get joy from the same things you get joy from, that actually desire the same things you desire, and are actually far more grateful when you give them something that they actually desire than when you try to force something down their throat that they don't. So there. That's, you know, we have a so minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I apologize. Poor Gary's been sitting here and I've been hogging the whole conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> so grateful. Are you kidding? I mean, it's like, you know, it's nice to know I'm no longer necessary. <laughs> you know, <laughs> awesome. If he Gary. A, boy, if he were a girlfriend, okay. he'd be like, man, you're so manipulative. So, Simone, we have about 45 seconds left from what Roland the Amazing Tech is telling us. If you could communicate anything to people about the joy of business and what's possible or anything at all, what would you tell them? You know what, make it easy, make it fun. And even what Gary just said then too, he, when he was saying that, you know, he's not necessary anymore, what if you did become useless in your business? What if you actually allowed your business to create itself? There's so many people, like we were talking about with the controlling before, try and control it. It's like your business is a separate entity unto its own. A lot of the times when it starts to feel like it's like, quote, unquote, not working, 
ask the business a question. It's like usually it's becoming its own entity and it will start to create itself as well. So ask your business, what does this business require of me today? And listen to it. It's like ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. Yeah. And when you hear it, way more fun and way more easier than you think it can be. And when you hear it, you won't hear it in words. You'll just get an idea of, oh, let me do this or let me not do this. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like an energetic sort of something. And it's like, I mean, you may get, I was always really good at like, if it was Monday and I was like, okay, I don't actually feel like working today or going to the office. Okay. So what do I have to do today? Where do I have to go? Where do I have to be? And it's like, if you're willing to follow the energy, it's like, then anything can show up. It's like, rather than create like the structure of how your business has to be created. It's like, what if it, like, like right at the beginning when I said, what if it's one of the most malleable creations you could ever have and you could play okay. with it? Cool. So, you know what? What if you treated it like a child? I hate to say this, folks, but you know what? Apparently our We're time has come. So thank you, Simone, for all of your brilliant wisdom and awareness. Thank you for the contribution you are. And thank you for just desiring to see the greatness show up in people and their happiness and the money flows and everything else. What a gift. So for... Uh, thank you, Gary and Jane. Thank thanks, you. Simona, for the I love you guys. Thank show. you. Thanks, sweetheart. And uh, for Access Consciousness on VA, this is Dane and Gary. And welcome to our world. Look forward to being with you next time. Bye, y'all. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome.